house. Lord bless you. You can be seated for a few moments. Along with Brother Cooper, we welcome everybody to the house of the Lord today and to all of our guests that are here. We're so glad that each and every one of you are here. Why don't all the home folks give our guests a good hand clap today? Amen. We are extremely glad to have the mayor and his wife here today. And uh, glad that they're here. And uh, everyone else, so good to see Sister Baker able to be in church. Amen. And uh, along with Brother Cooper, I, I get into calling names and then I get myself in trouble. But I want you to know that we are so glad that you are here. And uh, glad to see Stephanie and her children here today. And uh, doing a little better than last time I seen her. And I think they might have been here last Sunday. But I was out of town and glad that they're in the house of the Lord with us today. And uh, so thankful for God's goodness and His mercy and uh, His blessings and allowing us to be in His house. And um, I am. Uh, we want to pray for all of those who are unable to be in the house of the Lord. Might need to pray for them and pray for the deer that the Lord would spare their lives. And uh, it's dangerous out there. And Brother Cooper said that on the way to church out by 327, there's one done gave up. He just run out in front of a car, committed suicide. So um, <clears throat> so we pray for all of those who are in the woods today on this uh, state holiday. And uh, so, Lord, bless them and uh, bring them home safe and sound. The reason why I want the Lord to bless them is I want Him to bless me next week because I'm going. And so that's the reason why I'm showing compassion on all of those who are not here today. Uh, Good Lord willing, my family and myself will be leaving in the morning and uh, we'll be out of town this week. And uh, Brother Trey Gore will be preaching here Sunday, or not Sunday, but Wednesday. And uh, I'll be back at the end of the week. I'll be back for next weekend service, but I'll be missing Wednesday night. And uh, so I pray that... um, You would be faithful to the house of the Lord and pray for us, the Lord, to keep us safe. Also, I want to remind you that all of you that have ordered turkeys, uh, there is plenty of turkeys over there cooked that can be picked up. If you can possibly pick them up uh, today or tonight, if you have something you could do with them, or if you could go ahead and deliver them, it would be a great help to us. And uh, free up some space because we need more space to put more cooked turkeys. So remember that after church. If you'll see Sister Beverly, uh, she'll have someone over there to help you uh, take care of that. So if you can, all that can be picked up, go ahead and pick them up. And this week, we will not be cooking this week, uh, but you will be able to pick up. You just need to make contact with Sister Beverly and uh, she'll make arrangements where you can do that. She didn't know that until now, but she knows it now. But anyway, and I thank you. Thank you so much for selling. And now I'm going to tell you, don't sell anymore because they're all gone. And plus, we've sold some that we don't even have. And <laughs> so, But we will make uh, arrangements to get all of them taken care of and uh, take care of all of our customers. But don't sell another turkey. If you're going to sell another turkey, you're going to have to cook it because we're quitting. <laughs> so, and I want to say thanks to the men and uh, young men that has been coming over helping us, making it 
uh, easier, makes it a lot easier on me, and uh, it makes it a lot easier on everybody when we have a group shows up. Thank you so much for that. And besides that, it makes it more fun. Now, I want to tell you in advance, if you decide that you want to walk over to the turkey shed, let me warn you, there is something, Brother Allen was teaching on that smell, there is something about that smoke that will make you confess all of your past sins. So be very careful. Don't go over there if you don't want to confess. And just something that goes on. And that smoke, man, you take one sniff of that smoke and it'll make you talk about things you don't even know anything about. And uh, things that the blood's done washed away, it just all comes to the surface again. But we have a great time and uh, we we uh, look forward to it and then we really look forward to it being over. And uh, so, Lord bless you for all of your efforts to do that. Uh, next Sunday, not now, now pay attention to what I say here because I know some of you is going to get confused. And I would ask you again tonight, we will put uh, the number up on the screen again if you want to get on the group text, the church uh, text where we can uh, make announcements and uh, things that need to be uh, said. Uh, so that number will be available for you tonight if you need it uh, I hate to say this, but if you're not going to be here tonight and you need the number, we'll text you and remind you that you should be here on Sunday night also. But anyway, you can see my wife after church, and uh, she'll take care of that. But uh, I want to uh, say this. I do appreciate this church very much. Well, let me get to this announcement, the one I was working on. Monday, now not this Monday, but next Sunday and Monday. We will be having church on Monday night. Brother Greg Bryant will be here with us, and we'll be having special services Sunday and Monday night. Now, that's not tomorrow night. That's a week from tomorrow night. And so remember that. And if you decide to come to church anyway this Monday night, just come here and have prayer meeting. That'll all be well and good. Also, I wanted to say this. I do appreciate this church very much, and I try uh, my best to do what I can to make you feel and know that I appreciate you. And uh, I have done things like this in the past. This year, uh, December December the 7th, December the 7th. Man, that's Pearl Harbor Day, isn't it? Oh, that's a date to remember. Uh, but maybe we won't have any activities like that. But December the 7th, uh, my family and myself will be providing a steak dinner for all the members of this congregation on December the 7th. That's on a Friday night, and we're going to start at 7 o'clock. So remember that. Mark that on your calendar. I want you to be there, and uh, we'll, be, we'll be taking care of the decorating, the cooking, the cleaning, uh, everything, and the serving. Uh, I don't want anybody in the church. The reason why I've done it at restaurants before because I don't want anybody in the church to uh, have to work or have to clean up. So I don't want you to have to do anything. It's going to be taken care of. And I know some of you will be uh, be uh, just chomping at the bits to help us. Now, I might make an exception for some of you young guys to put out and set up the tables for us afterwards. But, but uh, on that night, I want it to be a special night for this church and our appreciation and I want you to know from the bottom of my heart, 
I count it a privilege and an honor to be able to pastor such a wonderful group of people here in Sealsby, Texas. There's no other place in the world I'd rather be that I know of than right here. And I thank you for your faithfulness and your commitment uh, for the past, um, well, it's getting very close to 11 years now. And uh, so thank you very much. And I appreciate it. And so that will be a gift from us to you and uh, for all that you have done for us in the past. So remember tonight there will be choir practice at 515. Thank you for all the faithful men that gather every Sunday morning and uh, have uh, fellowship and prayer. And this morning, thank you, Sister Angela, again for such a wonderful breakfast. And the reason why... The reason why I'm taking so long is I'm not hungry in the least little bit. And uh, so I can just preach till, till I get through for about 40 minutes or so. But anyway, thank you for that. And uh, we do appreciate it. Now, I, I want to make uh, this announcement. This is not a very spiritual announcement, but it's something uh, that I need. Uh, I don't mind... I don't mind this at all, but evidently somebody borrowed an ice chest that I had over at the gym, and I know you needed it for something, and I don't, I'm not critical. I'm not telling you you shouldn't have got it, but if you would, please bring it back tonight. I need it to take out <laughs> to Junction Monday morning, hopefully. And uh, so if you come up with an extra one and you can't remember where you got it, it's white. It's a big ice chest. I think it's an igloo, if I'm not mistaken. And um, I did have a Yeti, a big, uh, I think a 72-quart Yeti over there for about six months. Now, I'm really glad you didn't decide to take that one, whoever took it. But anyway, thank you so much for all that you do. It's good to be in church today. Amen. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. If you have your Bibles, if you want to stand for the reading of the Word of the Lord, Galatians chapter number 5. Thank you, Brother Allen, for the Bible lesson this morning. And um, I do have a very sensitive uh, nose. It's big and it's sensitive. And the Lord didn't give me a big nose for no purpose. But uh, I'm, uh, thank you for that good Bible lesson. Very interesting and uh, comical and lighthearted. And uh, Lord bless you. Galatians chapter 5, verse number 16, the Bible said, This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Now look at what the Scripture says very closely. It says, I say then, this I say then, walk in the Spirit. Everybody say, walk in the Spirit. And you shall not, ye shall not, ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Put your Bibles down. Let's lift our hands toward heaven and ask God to help us today. God, we're depending on you. Our faith, our confidence, our trust, and our hope is in you, God. I pray for the anointing of the Holy Ghost as I deliver your word today. I pray that you would anoint this congregation to hear, to receive, and to respond, and to apply the word of God to all of our lives. In Jesus' name we pray that all glory and honor belongs to you. Let's all clap our hands and shout unto the Lord with the voice of triumph today. Amen. Amen. Lord bless you. Lord bless you, you may be seated. Now, 
I do not have such a catchy title today, but these are some things that I would like to talk about. I would like to talk about simply this, living for God, just living for God. I think sometimes, have you ever heard uh, this saying that you're overthinking it? You're overthinking it. Um, my mind uh, just goes back to just this week. We've been the reason why I want you to pick up these turkeys is we've had a lot of trouble with freezers this year, going out and having to move things around and uh, make provision. And uh, so over there, um, the men that's going to be here while I'm gone this week is trying to decide what they're going to do if a freezer goes out. And uh, I said, I told them a little later, they get into all of these things about what they're going to do and how this is going to work and what needs to be done. I said, look, let's just play it like this. What if a freezer doesn't go out? <laughs> let's just look at it that way for a while. We're putting too much effort in something we may not even have to worry about. And uh, so if that day comes and that time comes, Provide whatever needs to be provided. So I think sometimes in living for God, we overthink living for God. We, uh, and, and I'm not saying you should be lack and slack and all of these things in serving God, but I think we, we sometimes we just, we worry and we fret about things we should not worry and fret about. Now, I guess that I am pretty much a natural born worry wart. My, uh, my mother was known for worrying and last night I was laid awake worrying about things I can't do anything about. And uh, so I do that, but I, I try my best not to when we, when we learn that we can just put things in the hands of God. And God knows just what to do and just how to do what He's going to do. And sometimes I think that we get the feeling and the, uh, the, the, uh, the sense that, that it's difficult to serve God. And people think that it's practically impossible to go to heaven. Well, I come to tell you today, it's not impossible at all to serve God. It's not impossible at all to go to heaven. When we think that the price that has been paid for our sins to allow us to go, why would God make it so difficult to get there? Amen. Amen. Living, living for God and living a holy life is not impossible. We look at it like that, that it is just, it's just, man, it's, it's over the top. It's, it practically cannot be done. I've got to work so hard at it. I've got to do this and I've got to do that. And, uh, I, I've got to do all of these things. How can I do that? It's impossible to live a holy life with all that is going on around us today in this crazy sin sick world. But it is not impossible to live holy. Amen. Serving God is not something that is placed before us that 
is impossible to do it. God did not say, okay, I'm going to create a heaven that you can go to. But I'm going to do everything in my ability to keep you from going there. No, that's not the God that we serve at all. God said, I'm going to create a heaven, but I'm going to do everything that I possibly can to allow you to get there. Amen. Now, now, now just, just help me just for a few moments. I'm not going off wacky and all of that stuff. Making it to heaven is not impossible. I was talking to someone just the other day and we were discussing the situation. I said, you know, the devil paints a, a terrible picture of how difficult it is to get to heaven when it's not difficult at all. Now, I know there's different people that believe the eternal security of the believer. I, I don't believe that. I believe that it is something that you're not saved until you hear him say, well done. Amen. You can be living in a saved condition, but, but there is a separation between, and I'll get to that shortly, but between living right and living unholy. But, but the devil sometimes paints a terrible picture of what you have. I, I've seen so many people come to church and they like what they feel. They like the singing. They like the excitement. They like all of the things there is about the church, but Man, I just can't live that way. How many has ever heard that? Some of you might have even thought it yourself. Man, I can't live that way. And, and probably we all thought that, that direction at one time is there is no way that I can live a holy and a dedicated life. The devil will try to make you think in your mind that it's impossible to live for God. Amen. That is the devil's job because if he can discourage you that you're thinking you're trying to go somewhere that you can't get to go and God's going to keep you out of where you're trying to go, that he'll discourage you from even trying or or even making an effort to live for God. Amen. But the Bible tells us in John chapter 8 in verse number 44, it says, ye are... Ye, ye are of your fathers the devil, your father the devil, and the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. So when the devil tells you that it is impossible to live for God, that it is impossible to live holy, that it is impossible to be a godly man or a godly woman or a godly young person, and making it in heaven is impossible to remember this, that the devil is a liar. He's been a liar from the very beginning. And he's still a liar today. I come to tell you today that you can be saved. Well, some of you ought to get excited about that. Amen. You can get from here to glory. You can make it from here to where you're trying to go. The devil would tell you that it can't be done, that it's impossible, that there's too much that's got to be changed in you. But I come to tell you today that we can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth us. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Brother, brother Allen was talking about smell. You know what? You know what is a sweet smell to our God? Our Savior is the blood of Jesus Christ that was shed on Calvary. That blood turns what used to be corrupt into incorruptible. That blood turns what used to be damned into the justified. That blood changes who you were and to what God wants you to be. Amen. That blood goes from here to glory and covers up a multitude of sin. Thank God for the blood. Thank God for the blood. Thank God for the blood. It's not difficult to live for God. The Bible tells us the way of a transgressor is hard. But He tells us, take my yoke upon you and learn of me because my burden is light. My yoke is easy. Amen. God has paid the price for the penalty of sin where we don't have to live under condemnation. But we can live a victorious and a glorious life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Hallelujah. The devil's the biggest liar. The devil's the biggest liar in the entire universe. Amen. He tells you what you can't do and what you can't be and how it's impossible to overcome and to be victorious. But the devil is still a liar. Greater is he that is in you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Think about the apostle Peter. As long as Peter had his eyes on Jesus, he walked on the water. They saw Jesus coming and walking to them up on the water, and they thought it was a ghost. And Jesus said, It is I, be not afraid. And Peter looked, and he answered, and he said unto him, If it be, and and Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou bid me to come unto thee on the water. And he said, come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous and the, and what he was afraid and began to sink, amen, he cried saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and called him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? Amen. Peter walked upon the water. Something that was impossible. Amen. Something that could not be done. Something that had not been done until that time. And something that has never been repeated. Amen. But with the power of God, we've got to realize that the impossible becomes the possible. The what we can't do becomes the can do. The what we thought we could not make it becomes that we can make it. Amen. You've got to understand in your walk with God, it's not in you and it's not in me, but it's not in what I can do, but it's what he can do. It's not the power that I have, but it's a power that worketh through me by Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Peter answered and said, Lord, bid me to come. Come on out into the water, Peter. And Peter, the Bible said he walked on water to go to Jesus. If we get from here to glory, it's not going to be by our works. 
Amen. Amen. It's not going to be how good we are. But it's only by the power of Jesus Christ our Lord. But when he saw what was going around, this is what happens. When we start living for God, we feel like that we can be a conqueror. We feel like that we can make it. We feel like that we can do it. Amen. We leave a Sunday night service full of the Holy Ghost and the power of God. And we know without a shadow of a doubt, I'm going to overcome. Amen. But when we get outside on Monday morning, we face the adversary of our soul. And by midweek, we feel Feeling down and out and wondering if I can make it at all. Amen. This is what happened to Peter. When he got out of the boat, he had his eyes on the prize. And he started walking upon the water. But when he got out in the middle and he could not feel the boat. And he could not reach his Savior. He wondered, my Lord, I can't do this. Amen. But I want to tell you, the only way that we're going to do it is by keeping our eyes on Jesus Christ. It's not in my ability, but it's by the power of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You must keep your faith in the power of God. That He will keep you. Jude chapter 1, the only chapter. Verse 24 says, Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. Now unto him, Jesus Christ, that is able to keep you from falling. And he is going to present you and I faultless. Amen. On that great day with exceeding joy. Not in you, but it's in in him, not in my ability, but in him, not in what I can do, but what the blood of Jesus Christ has already done. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 7 and verse number 25, wherefore he is able also to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him, seeing he even liveth to make intercession for them. Amen. What it is talking about is a sacrifice that was offered on Calvary for our sins and the entire sins of the world. Without the blood sacrifice that was shed on Calvary's hill, there is no remission of sins. What was impossible through the blood of Jesus Christ is possible now. Amen. So I come to tell somebody today that been listening to the adversary torment your mind and tell you that there is no way for you to be saved, that you've sinned too much, that you went the wrong direction too long, that there's no turning around point for you, that you have stumbled too many times. I come to remind you, yes, you can be saved. Yes, there is a heaven that is waiting on you. Yes, God still loves you. Yes, He still wants to help you. Yes, Yes, he still wants to pull you out. Yes, he still shed his blood on Calvary for you. Hallelujah. 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 It's not hard at all to go to heaven. Well, that kind of caught some of you by surprise. It's not hard at all to go to heaven. 
we make it harder than what it really is. We are justified by the blood of the Lamb. Amen. We make it more difficult than it really is. You've got to get in your mind and in your heart. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Amen. I'm reminded of the little, the little fairy tale or whatever it is about the, the little engine that could. He was trying to climb a high mountain and everybody was watching on every side said, I don't think that he's going to make it. Amen. Just like the devil, the adversary of your soul tells you, I don't think you're going to make it. I don't think it's possible for it to be done. Amen. But the little engine said, I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. Amen. If you're going to be saved, the first thing you got to get is your mind right. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are living in a negative world. Amen. I get so sick of the negative media, the negative stories in the paper. It seems like the more foul, the more disgusting, the, the, the more negativity that they have, the more it sells and the more it is promoted. Amen. And we focus on all the bad things. Amen. But you need to focus on the good things that God has done for you. That He made a way where there seemeth to be no way. Amen. That He caused a light to shine from heaven and to deliver to you this glorious truth. So when the devil tells you you're not going to make it and you shouldn't worship and you shouldn't lift your hands, remember that the Bible said he was a liar and he's the father of all lies. I'm going to make it. I've got a reason to lift my hands. I've got a reason to shout for joy. I've got a reason to be happy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now for all of you, amen, that may not make it back to another service, I'm going to tell you, I'm not going to get through with this, so don't leave me hanging. And don't start trying to read things into this that you're, you're misunderstanding. Amen. Because I don't have time to get it through. I'm kind of hung up on part number one of a five-part message, so y'all can be thanking God that I'm not going to get through. Amen. But, but I, I, I see the devil messes with your mind and he messes with my mind and he messes with everybody else's mind and he's telling us but you know what happened the little engine that could the closer he got to the top amen and the more people were screaming against him all of a sudden he reached a breaking point and everybody started cheering for him I, I think you can and when he started hearing I think you can he changed his attitude well I can see the top of the mountain and I know I'm going to make it I come to tell somebody today amen you look up at the top of the mountain and you see two nails scarred hands stretched out you see a side that was pierced amen you see the blood streaming down and I realize hey there's more for me than there is against me I know I can make it I know I can make it I know I can be saved I know heaven Belongs to me. (laughs) 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's worship the Lord right now. Praise you, Jesus. Come on, somebody really give God praise. If somebody's thankful for the blood of Calvary, why don't you just stand to your feet and lift your voice and lift your hands and say, Hey, because of Calvary, I'm going to make it because of Calvary. I'm going to enjoy the trip. Hallelujah. 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 Quit listening to the devil. You can be seated. Quit listening to the devil. Quit listening to the adversary. Amen. Quit listening to those that might be around you that keeps polluting your mind with evil imaginations and evil thoughts. And evil things. Amen. Quit listening to the adversary that would do everything within his power to discourage you and to keep you from being who and what God has created you to be. Amen. God never created us to be scavengers. Amen. God did not create us to eat roadkill. For all of you vegetarians, God gave you those canines in your mouth for tearing flesh. Whew, thank God He did. I about wore both of mine out. When I wear them out, I'm going to get me another set. Big fangs sticking out there where I can tear the flesh. Amen. That is what God has created us, not to be scavengers. Not to take what's left. God never created His children to live on what was left. When Gideon was hiding behind the wine press, that was not God's idea and God's philosophy for the children of Israel. Amen. He said, come out from hiding, you mighty man of valor. There's more in you. There's more to you than what you are showing right now. It's time to go out and conquer. I'm trying to stir somebody up in your spirit and in your soul today to realize there's more in you than what you even know. There's more power. There's more strength. There's more faith. There's more determination in you than what you feel or what you see right now. God created you for more. God created you for bigger. God created you for victory. God created you to have victory in your spirit. You mighty man of valor. Well, God, I've got just a little bit here. And you know the enemy is going to come in and they're going to devour What is left and what is still out there. God, so I'm hiding to have a little bit to sustain me. 
for another day. Amen. You see what God had created for His children were when they were coming through the wilderness. There were types and shadows. Amen. First they went through the blood. Amen. They went through the water. They drank water from a rock. The Bible said and that rock was Christ. That's the reason why it was so important for Moses to speak to the rock instead of smite the rock the second time. It was an illustration. It was a type and a shadow of what was to come. And when they were coming through the wilderness, we know how that God fed them with manna from heaven. But He told them, don't gather too much. Gather enough for today. Because tomorrow I want you to go back out. I want you to get in the habit of it's an everyday occurrence that I'm living for God. It's not something that you do one day a week. But it's an everyday occurrence. I've got to get more. I've got to have more. I've got to get closer. I've got to get stronger. I've got to get healthier. I've got to get wiser. I've got to get more faith. I've got to get more desire to make it through another week. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If they come to the music, I'm getting ready to close. Hallelujah. But we have taken what is left and been satisfied with listening to the devil tell us what we cannot and can do. And some of you have listened to the devil saying, I can't ever be saved. I can't ever make it. I can't ever do it. I can't ever be what God wants me to be. I could never live up to what God has called me to be. I can never please God. I can never do God's will in my life because I have too many battles that I face and I have too many things that I'm going through. Amen. But I come to do battle against that spirit this morning. Amen. And to tell you, and I'm not near getting to where I want to go, but to tell you that the devil is the biggest liar and the biggest problem in your life, that you need to stand up in the face of the adversary and, hey, I can't do it. I realize that, devil, you're right about one thing. But what you misunderstood and you misrepresented the truth, and the truth is by Jesus Christ, by the power of the blood, amen, by the redeeming power of the power of the cross. I can get from here to glory. Heaven was created for me. Heaven was created with my name in mind. It's a field that belongs to you, Gideon. And why are you taking part of it? It's a field that the title of it has your name on it, Gideon. And why are you just taken and satisfied with just a part of it? Heaven was created for you. See what Jesus said. He said, I'm going to prepare a place for you. I'm going to prepare a place for you. Everybody look at your neighbor and say, Jesus went to prepare a place for you. Jesus went to prepare a place for you. That where I am. Woo! 
what a day that's going to be. That where I am. What did he say? You, there, there's a slight chance that you could be there also. No, that's not what he said. That where I am, that's where you can be also. Amen. I, I'm going to prepare a place for you. Oh, I get excited when I think about getting from here to glory. I get excited when I think about heaven. Amen. What are we going to do in heaven? I don't know, but I know this. I'm going to fall down and I'm going to worship the one that made it possible for me to be there. Amen. From morning time to nighttime. Through the nighttime until the morning time. I'm just going to worship and praise Him because because of Him, it became possible. Hallelujah. 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 Living for God is easy. Living for God is easy. Because the price has already been paid. Let's all stand across this building. I'd like everybody to lift your hands and lift your voice and pray with me just a moment. I feel like the Holy Ghost wants to talk to somebody in this place. The Holy Ghost wants to help someone in this house right now. The devil's been lying to you. The devil's been telling you stories. The devil's been messing with your mind and your spirit. Come on, help me pray right now. Somebody break through that bond of the Satan that he's got on hold on you right now. Come on, somebody press through. Somebody press through. Somebody reach out. Come on, lift up your voice unto the Lord. Lift up your voice unto the Lord. Help me right now, church. Somebody needs help from God. Somebody needs deliverance in this place right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, break every chain right now. The anointing, oh God, that destroys the yoke right now. Hallelujah. 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 If you need something from the Lord, why don't you step out from where you're at right now. Make your way to this front and say, oh God, I need a touch from heaven. If the devil's been telling you what you cannot do and what you cannot have, why don't you step out by faith right now? Come on, Peter, step out of the boat that you're floating around in aimlessly in life and reach out to something that can help you and something that can strengthen you and something that can deliver you and something that can set you free this morning. Hallelujah, church. Keep lifting your voice. Keep your voice raised in prayer right now. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, touch right now, God. 
Holy Ghost, work right now, Savior. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody help me pray right now. Somebody help me pray right now. Let the Lord work in this house. If you don't know Him, He's here to help you. If you need help today, He's here to strengthen you. He's here to lead you. He's here to guide you. He's here to bless you in your life. Hallelujah. Find somebody to pray with right now. Every lady, find another lady. Every man, find another man right now. Find somebody to pray with right now. You can make it. You can make it. You can make it. You can make it. You can make it today. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Break every chain. 